You're listening to Ink Studs, and my guest this week is Daryl Sajek. Uh, Daryl's books include uh, the Missy series that was published uh, by Oily. Um, were all the Missy comics published by Oily, or just like the first couple? Uh, the, the first two, and then I um, self-published the others. And that includes Middle School Missy and... Missy 3, Missy I think three. that's it. Yeah. As well as uh, your sub-mini comic. And the other one, which then was it four seven seven, bright circle. Bright circle. There we go. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Daryl. Thanks for having me. Um, now you, I picked up your minis at SPX last year and was getting it through the oily. So I think a couple of them came through the oily subscription, the one and two. Uh huh. Um, back when. Chuck did those. I wish he'd do them again. Yes. Um, maybe tell me, um, I'm really interested. I've got a couple of thoughts about your work. Um, and I spent a good chunk of today um, looking through kind of how you got to your work now. Because it seems like in the past maybe three years, you've really made a big change um, from doing more visually dense work to really uh simplifying it mm. um and like boiling down to your essentials so i'm kind of curious about that background on your work um and kind of getting to that point well um when i first got into comics i was a big i still am a big julie Doucet fan um mm. so i think when i first started i was definitely trying to imitate her um and just cram every panel with visual information um and then I realized that I just kind of got tired of it. I don't know how she did it for so long. Um, I uh, think she got tired of it, too. Yeah, I think she did, too. <laughs> I, like, I feel like her style was kind of suicidal in a way. Um, but, yeah, I can't even, like, fill in my blacks, like, with ink anymore. I just do it digitally. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, so I just realized that I like to um, put exactly what was necessary in a panel. Mm-hmm. And I... I found that very liberating. Was there a process to that or was it just like trying out different stuff that you're like, this works? It just happened. I, it started with sub that that was like when I kind of felt like, Oh, I have a style now. Um, I, I don't don't know how it, how it happened. It just did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, sub itself is, uh, did that come out before the Missy stuff? Way be- yeah, like a year before. Oh, okay, because it is very different than the rest of your work. Yeah. Um, that and the 477. Was that also earlier? No, that I worked on that while I was doing Missy. Okay. Now, you went to art school. Um, was it specifically to work on comics, or what was your focus there? I actually went to liberal arts school, and oh, I, okay. I, was an, I was an English major for the first two years, and then I, I switched to art history, because I went to Barnard. They didn't have a visual arts major, so I just took art history so that I could make my thesis a comic. So okay. There wasn't... I didn't really ever have any like formal training in well, comics. Did you have a lot of challenge of being able to present that as your final thesis, or how was the school receptive to that? They were they were okay with it. They weren't okay when I tried to change my major to comics. I tried I tried to call it like literary arts 
and visual. I don't know. I, it, it had like a, this annoying acronym, but they didn't buy it. Um, but they were okay with it. But they tried to get me to like blow it up and make it this like installation thing, and didn't and didn't understand that I was just trying to make like comics, nothing arty about it. So was there other folks doing visual works as their final in art history? Yes, so the, the people in the visual arts concentration. Oh, okay. Yes, I should have mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you went to school f to be an English major. Um, at that time, was comics? In, did you want to do comics as a teen? Like, no, I had I didn't know anything about this whole world. Um, and I I had read Blankets, which I I liked, um, and Ghost World. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like around my junior year, I I took a summer at RISD and took a figure drawing class, and my teacher introduced me to um, all these cartoonists I'd never heard of before, like big ones like Chris Ware and like Crumb. And I lived above the library, so I started reading all the time, and then I started drawing my own, and then I went crazy and didn't care about school, and here I am today. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Um, so going through the kind of school at the same time as you're kind of practicing in your comics and developing your comics, um, what did you initially want to get out of doing comics other than just the act of drawing? Um, I didn't really, it's not that I wanted to get anything out of it. I just felt that it was like the perfect, um, way for me to, I don't know, I don't like to say express myself, but um, I get my experiences and feelings down the way that I, in a, in a way that I thought was kind of complete and self-contained. And I always loved drawing and writing, but they, I, they always seemed um, too separate and I, it was a great way to combine them. So. Now, uh, especially looking um, at more recent work, even the like the writing you pare it down really to essentials too, which I find really interesting. Um, like it's almost got like a poeticness to it of just like really um, straightforward. I don't know. Does that make sense? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I'm wary of putting too many words in my comics, even though I like wordy comics. I just. Um, I like it when the words um, have like a very have like this tense interaction with the image, mm -hmm. um, and I like to play around with word placement for that reason. And if there's just like this paragraph, it just kind of I just feel like it has too much weight to it. Um, I might change though. Yeah. Do you find yourself adjusting? Um... And finding new ways of doing comics, um, because I mean you're still relatively new to it. Doing it, but like four years, I'm gonna throw out there. Am I off? I think it's four or five. I don't know. 2010. I think it's five. Yeah, there we go. We'll say five. Um, like even currently, do you find yourself adjusting and trying stuff and moving around? A little. I have a. It's very hard for me to break out of my style now, which I find frustrating. Um, but I've 
done little things like I I'm doing comics that aren't in the six panel grid again. Um, I started um, working in color more, um, which is a huge challenge, I think. But I love working in color. Now, your your final project that was the Smart Child, the one at university, and that was that was painted. Yeah, that was in watercolor. Um, but you've done very few color things, and I'm wondering. Um, well, I guess you had the one about the divorce. Oh, that one should have been in color. That was bad. I don't even <laughs> like that comic. That one's stupid. That was that's pretty early for you. I'm presuming that one. Yeah. It's like my awkward, I'm still in my awkward stage, but that was like, that was like braces, middle school, like awkward stage, like school photo shit. So, <laughs> Well, it's up there to check out if folks want to see the awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of it too while I was working. I was like, yeah, this is the best. I'm the next Dan Klaus. And now I'm like, oh God, put it away. <laughs> It's kind of good, though, to be able to, like, have that measurement of seeing, like, so easily, like, you know, how you... Because there's a relation between that work and what you're doing now. That's true, yes. Um, And you've really developed and refined it so much since that point. It's, yes. It's, it's good to see the growth, I guess I'm saying. Yes, it's comforting. Now, uh, Missy is a lot about your... Um, childhood and points throughout your life and um there isn't necessarily uh a strict narrative timeline to the comics that have come out and i'm curious about that about how uh each comic works by itself um of these points um i usually choose what strip i'm gonna do do based on how i'm currently feeling so if I'm just I have a, if I have a lot of irrational anger, I'll usually go for a middle school strip. Um, if I'm feeling like the world is beautiful, I'll choose one of those memories. And um, I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. Well, the, like, um, how did uh, focusing on personal stuff um, develop as a focus for you? Because you know, looking at um, your final thesis, which is weird, more kind of reflective, a step away of just kind of ideas of personal. The other stuff is very direct personal. Um, I've the even smarter child was pretty personal. Like, it looks like it's fiction, but they were actual conversations I had with smarter child. Um, and I've always just been very much inside my own head mm -hmm. and I that can be kind of isolating so it's kind of I make these comics very much to feel like a connection to the world um yeah did you, did you do a lot of journaling or do you kind of like um and use that as reference or do you kind of look at what your memories oh. are now of that point in time they're yeah they're based on my di my actual diary um i have like thousands of pages of missy um that i've been writing since age 8 i guess and oh, wow so it's kind of overwhelming and usually i have to like i usually like flip through my diary and 
it'll trigger a memory. And then I end up having to whittle down like 11 pages of whining in my tiny handwriting into like three sentences. <laughs> That's kind of amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like when you're telling these stories, these points in time, are you trying to capture um, how you felt about it then? Um, or are you trying to reflect how you're feeling about it now, maybe? It's a combination of the two, mm. definitely. I like I like the alchemy of it, like the past and present kind of becoming this separate, self-contained thing. Um. What kind of thoughts do you, or kind of ideas do you get from kind of understanding yourself better now, um, re-examining these, like, important points in time? Um, I don't change very much, even though it seems like I do. <laughs> do you, and, and are these necessarily important points of time that you're looking back on or? No, um, no, I like the ones, I like the points in time that are totally insignificant. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones to, to focus on. How do you kind of, um, decide on the, on those areas of focus? It's just, um. It's more. It's just a feel. Like, it's just a feeling that I that I have, and then I remember an analogous feeling in the past, and like fl flip through the diary, and eventually find the thing that I was feeling. <laughs> Sorry, it sounds kind of vague. No, um, I'm thinking about kind of the process of getting to the current stuff and I'm interested if um, sub um, you know, that's kind of a dream surreal mm -hmm. comic um, tell me a bit about working on that one and how that kind of I guess was kind of a precedent for what you're doing later um, I was trying to do sub for like two years but I just never got it right and it was based on this intense lucid dream that I had, um, uh, which is like the second half of the comic. Mm -hmm. And I, I, would, I had like a few false starts with it. I tried to do it in watercolor in college. And then I graduated college um, and lived, moved back with my, with my mom. And then all the subconscious shit from that dream like became like my real life. And it became urgent for me to make that comic and I did. So I think, what was your question again? <laughs> um, well, how did that kind of set the tone for you um, going from there to your more minimal Missy stuff? Um, do you feel a connection between the two and how it um, is a step before that? Oh, definitely. Um, cause I didn't really know what was going to happen, um, from page to page. I would just sit down and, um, start working without a script and the, um, I felt this weird, weird attraction to like just the whiteness of the page and I wanted to keep that buzzing feeling of it. And I think that is in the Misty strips too. Mm -hmm. There's something neat about the about your work, how you do kind of like, because um, I read a bunch of the, I actually had some comics, and then you also sent me PDFs, so like I had to reread in different kind of contexts and how they work. Uh, just scrolling through them, 
Um, it's really interesting just how they move so smoothly and easily, and um, and I'm wondering about your uh, your feelings of that kind of readability of just how it bounces. You mean on Tumblr? Tumblr or like like I said, like you sent me some PDFs, so I read a bunch oh. of PDFs. But yeah, even on Tumblr, like even that scrolling function of just how you can like I found it interesting like your work like it's very um, easy to read and I mean that in like a good way like you're able to just kind of keep going with it thank you <laughs> um, yeah I, I guess when I'm working on a comic I, I end up rereading it like thousands of times and if something snags I'll, if or if, if I feel like it loses its rhythm um, I'll have to like fiddle with it, and it's usually something really small, just like where a word is on the panel. It makes such a big difference. Um, yeah. And if there's or if it's the wrong word that makes everything fall flat, and I usually it, it's not even conscious. It's just like I'll be reading it, and then all of a sudden I'll have this sinking feeling, and I'll realize that something's wrong. <laughs> do you uh, do you script it on the page, or you do that? Uh, digitally, because I know you do like after work on your work digitally. I um, I script it on the page. Yeah. Okay. Now, who do you kind of you mentioned Julie Doucet earlier, and who are some other folks um, that really inform what you're doing, um, and kind of what have you gotten from looking at other people's work? Um, another like foundational influence was Gabrielle Bell, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, her diary comics, I still, yeah, I still read them all the time. And I guess, um, more recent or more recently, I've been really into Lala Albert's work. Um, I feel like her comics have this really relatable, eerie feeling, but, and like, but they they only exist in the comic, which I think is so cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I really love Sam Alden's work. Um, he's just doing a ton of great things. I think his, I feel like his characters have this emotional spaciousness to them um, that I I wish I could do. <laughs> um, and then who else? Oh, Gigi. Gigi is the best. I love Gigi. Do you know who Gigi is? I don't think I do. Um, you should look up her work on Tumblr because it's great. She does these um, dreamy, they're like lucid dreams. And they're all starring this alter ego. Um, I can really relate to her comics. <laughs> yeah. There's... Um... I don't even think about Lala's stuff, but I can kind of see, um, especially uh, maybe with Sub and those stuff, how you there's like a disconnect in your work almost. A disconnect? Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out how to verbalize that. Um, like, I think I know, like a, an emotional detachment? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I know what you mean. Uh, is that something you're fairly conscious of? Um, yes, it's something I'm trying to... Um, it's kind of why I like Michael DeForge's work, too. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm trying to find a way to break out of it a little. 
Um, but yeah, I'm conscious of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, I mean, it's interesting. Like, I don't necessarily know if like you need to break out or whatever. It is. I guess maybe that's a process thing for you of um, kind of finding where you are in the work or how it kind of reflects to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that in Missy, it's um, it's because like I feel like the personality the there's like a personality in Missy, but then there's also this other consciousness that's like Missy the 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 um, diary she's writing to, mm -hmm. and I think that might create this sense of detachment. Um, does that make any sense at all? <laughs> no, it does. Like there's it's it's very like you're kind of watching yourself in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah, and that's how I usually feel. Like I feel like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, interviews are always weird and surreal that way because it's like, oh, I'm talking about myself, and I don't normally go into that place. Yeah. Now you're working on something longer now. Um, is it going to be more similar type work? It's, the Missy stuff, or it's um, I think it's similar in tone and definitely in drawing style. Um, it has that um, that detachment to it. It's it's called exits. Um, so for this, I don't know if there's going to be more than one story in it, but should I even talk about the story? I don't know. Uh, it. I mean, you can talk about working on it if you want to keep the story ambiguous. You can keep the story ambiguous. Um whatever kind of process stuff um hmm. i guess it's a, i'll talk about it i it's the it's about a girl who turns invisible um and she hates she just doesn't know how to be a person basically and doesn't want to deal with that so she becomes invisible and i stop drawing her in the middle of the story um i just indicate her presence oh, through, okay um other things so do you find yourself like is that like an experiential thing where you kind of just try and blend in in social situations and not really engage on everything that's happening uh yes <laughs> <laughs> well, i like to observe people i don't like yeah. to it's hard to be a character you know yeah um now you've uh, do you do much sketchbooking to kind of do that observation while folks are milling about, or? Yeah, like, I love I love doing that. Yeah, it's hard because like people hate being stared at. I hate that they hate being stared at. <laughs> <laughs> and I just and I have, I have like this really intense stare when I draw, so like I feel like they can just feel my eyes on them, even if they're like their back is to me. And so I mainly draw landscapes now. Um. So, do you find that, like, when you're drawing for yourself for that way, it's like a very different. It doesn't bleed through into your into your comics work too much. Um, I'm always drawing for myself. Yeah. Um. But I've noticed that ever since I started drawing comics and having this style, I've um gotten a lot worse at observational drawing. Um, yeah. and like being able to get someone's face down. She used to, I used to be pretty good at that. But now everyone kind of has the same um, missy face. 
Uh, it's weird. I feel like a lot of cartoonists like have this face that they use. Like Dan Klaus has like his this one girl that he always draws. Mm-hmm. It's, I find it. I don't think. I don't think it's a flaw either. I think it's cool. Yeah. Well, like lots of like uh, Kevin Heisinger. Oh yeah. Has his particular ways. Yeah. It's all, it's almost notational with him. Like this is a nose. This is an eye. Yeah. No, that's a good way of putting it. Now you so you're focusing on the big book, um, and you've got the the minis coming out. Um, focusing on something longer, do you find that more of a challenge, um, or are you kind of approaching it the same as your short stuff? Um, it's hmm. there's less um of that energizing pressure that I get from making like a strip that I put online. So I feel more um, relaxed in my approach when I'm also kind of stressed about how relaxed I am. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, I forgot to tell you that I'm also working on a Missy collection um, oh, okay. for, for Koyama too. Um, so I'm doing both things at the same time. Um, is that going to be the stuff that you've already done with new work as well, um, or is it all new? It's going to be uh, a mix of, it's going to be like half old work, and then the rest of it's going to be stuff that I don't put online. Yeah. Um, now, you were posting stuff for Comics and Cola. Was that the first time you'd been doing things for like a deadline? Um, for someone else's deadline. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've always had deadlines for myself that I've kept. Now, I don't know if St. Ems had a lot of folks putting comics on the site. Was For Comics and Cola? Yeah, I was trying to remember. Yeah, I don't think there there were others. How did that come about, then? Um, she, Zainab uh, uh, had wrote some, a review about my work, so I guess she was reading my work and uh i joined twitter and then she messaged me on twitter oh, okay yeah um did you kind of want to do something particular with your work that you're posting on the web through that site or is it like how did that connect to the other stuff you're doing at that time um it was just a continuation and a continuation of missy i had just quit my job so i, I was looking for for paid work and that was a good, um, a good job <laughs> getting paid to do what I was already doing. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I don't do comics for comics and cola anymore. Mm-hmm. Is that just to focus on your other stuff or? Um, I think Zainab is, Zainab also quit her job and she, um, needed to focus more on finding her own freelance work. Yeah. So couldn't pay me anymore. It's uh, it's is I I was actually surprised that you were getting paid at all there honestly. Um, yeah, when she and I mean that in the I nicest like, way. Free. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't say that because I wanted the money, but <laughs> yeah. No, that's really nice that um, and it's kind of a neat venue because a lot of this her stuff is a little more. I don't know how to put the the phrase less indie focused. Zainab will probably yell at me for saying that. Oh, you think the comics and cola is less indie focused? Yeah, like she's definitely more into like the European and manga. Um, 
and then like Koyama type stuff. Uh huh. That's pretty indie. Yeah. I like her taste in comics. I really like, and I, I like everything she writes too. Mm-hmm. No, she's fantastic. Like, yeah. uh, that's what it is. It's just it's, it's neat to see her stuff on there because it is, um, to me, it's a lot different than a lot of the other stuff that she writes about. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's nice getting into a different type market. Viewers. Um, well, thank you, Daryl, for coming and joining me and chatting about your comics. Thanks um, for having me. People can find your stuff at Daryl Sychuk. Yes. Sychuk. Uh, God, I'm sorry. I'm terrible at that. No, it's a really hard last name. (laughs) (laughs) And I will have the full thing on the website for folks to check out Daryl's Tumblr um, and more. I look forward to seeing more books by you and your stuff. Thank you. Thank you.